0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDSE.
1: As cold as a razor blade, as tight as a tourniquet, like the skin on a dying man. I don't want a piece of the world. I want the whole world. I make my own rules. Because it's much easier that way. Trust me.
0: What's up, everybody? It's Marcus D'Angelo. We are back for another episode of The Snake Pit. And of course, I am joined by the pop culture icon (sighs) himself, the master of the DDT, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, what's going on, brother? Just buzzing, man, drinking my coffee. (laughs) Ooh, I just had some coffee myself and I'm flying high and uh, ready for a fun episode this week, my friend.
1: 96, man, it was a good year.
0: It was a good year and it was good to see you teaming up with a guy who is going to go on to not only be one of the biggest stars in the history of wrestling, but he was also going to go on to be one of the biggest stars in Hollywood. One of the most profitable stars, I think, ever in Hollywood, The Rock um but there's also a lot going on behind the scenes in this one brother so uh there's there's plenty to talk about if you're ready to jump in let's do it let's do it jake in october (laughs) in october you are working with the likes of Salvatore sincere farouk who is doing his very weird spartan gimmick and you're going over against triple h on the house shows uh triple h and farouk they're gonna go on to be hall of famers of course but at this time did you see more upside to hunter or ron in the wwe hunter yeah yeah what was it that stuck out to you about him because i mean in theory he's got this kind of like iffy gimmick you know maybe like on the easy yeah,
1: it was it was an iffy gimmick but i've seen him grow in so many different ways okay you know, his psychology was getting there and uh, i enjoyed working with him
0: and teaching him really did you know, he's uh he's an old school guy himself, an old school mentality, at the very least, where he's like, yeah. uh, you know, learned from guys like Harley Race. And I know that his his teacher was Killer Kowalski. Um, I mean, when you're in the ring with him, even early on in his time there, are you seeing like, OK, this guy has has got like uh, some of the, some old school flavor to him?
1: Yeah, he had he had that taste, but.
0: And well, it proved out, brother, he's he's gone on to have a hell of a career even now. Yeah. Um, uh, what was your position like with WWF at this time, mostly in the office or helping with creative,
1: helping with creative. Yeah. And, uh, I was doing a lot. I was booking for a while. Okay. You know, doing, <clears throat> doing televisions and stuff. And, um, I just didn't fit in in the office, you know, I'm, I'm not an office guy. Uh, that, and I had no skills with the computer.
0: <laughs>
1: and everything was done by emails then. So that was a bad sign. It, it told me that I wasn't going to be there long. But I was there long enough to to get my hand in Steve Austin.
0: That was probably the one of the most significant things anybody's ever brought to creative.
1: Yeah, yeah, so... I feel pretty good about that.
0: Now, you talked to me before about your creative process where it's like you're in a meeting, but really for you, uh, a lot of the work is done if you go outside, have a cigarette, give it some thought. Are you a guy who's like, do you have like a notepad where you're writing down ideas or what does that look like? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I have a a notepad and write stuff down on ideas, interviews, all sorts of crazy
0: shit. It's cool, man. And you know, it's it's unique to think about you in a in a creative office position with the WWF, especially given the fact that you're still on the road a lot doing the house show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that was really hard on me too, man, doing both.
0: Yeah. What really was really hard. What was that schedule like? Are you like getting do you have to get to the building super early so that you can help do booking stuff? Or what does that look like for no. you?
1: No uh get to the building the regular time but thing is the next day i might be flying back to connecticut wow you know and go to connecticut for six seven hours then go hit a house show
0: <laughs> i mean that's got to burn you out
1: That it did it did it kicked my ass
0: I mean, at this point, ninety-six. You're, I believe, you're forty-one or forty-two years old, somewhere in there. Uh, were you starting to eye, like, okay, in-ring, maybe I'm done, but office, some possibilities for the future?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But uh, pretty quick, I realized that I wasn't going to last long in the office because I just didn't like the atmosphere. I didn't like, I didn't like what went on.
0: So uh, I'm not sure how much you're able to disclose, but when you're talking about what went yeah. on, is it just Vince being abusive to people or what was that like?
1: Just, yeah, there was a lot of that. And then you had Pritchard, you had uh, Cornet, you know, and uh, I just didn't fit in, you know, uh, I didn't hang with those guys. And uh, I guess they thought that I was being an asshole or something, but I just don't do that, you know?
0: Okay, so those guys were about like kinda camaraderie and hanging out and their own little yeah, click.
1: They had their own little click and I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to play that game.
0: Man, it's a, a guy with your mind for the business too, it's like, who cares if you want to hang out? Just like let's just let's, let's just get some ideas, you know, especially with yeah, the man. company struggling the way that it was at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, another note that a lot of fans are interested in is your involvement in the Boy Meets World TV series at this time. Oh, God. It's our first clip this week. Let's have a look. You can't tell the players apart without a program. My father? Not my father. How hard could this be? Where have you been?
1: Uh, your Aunt Ruthie. She's over there in other place. Uh, uh, we had to buy Vader masks, And, and the people, and the line, and what? Give me something.
0: Frankie looking on. He has to be worried. His father is not looking too good in the ring right now. against Jake the Snake. Frankie has got to be concerned. He's not been paying off.
1: Jake's moving in for the DDT. Tell your dad to counter or he's a goner. Watch out for the DDT, Dad. The crowd chanting for the DDT. They want the DDT. Oh, but Vader countered. It must have been the yeah. advice from Frankie. 75. Hey, where are you going? Frankie, I, I... wrap it up. The end.
0: All right, so that's all it took, Jake, to just say, uh, hey, look out for the DDT. (laughs) Yeah, there's always a stooge somewhere, you know. (laughs) Jake, what can you tell us about this very unique experience? Oh, it was corny as
1: shit, man. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Corny as shit. But it's what they wanted, so that's what I did.
0: Man, it's—I uh, have to admit—when I was a kid, I was watching Boy Meets World. Had no idea that there was going to be pro wrestling, let alone Jake the Snake on my TV. So it was—it was a pretty yeah. cool moment for me, and I know a lot of other fans at that time. When you're doing a match that's going to air on a TV show, does it change anything that you're? Oh doing?
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to cater to them. Okay. You know, and uh, the spots and stuff that you do. You gotta pause and wait for them to do their gig, you know, outside the ring, holler at him or whatever. He looks up and makes eye contact, you think, Oh, okay, watch the DDG you know. <laughs> oh, fuck. Give me a break.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're in front of a house show crowd here, so yeah. Like yeah. a lot of the disbelief has to really be suspended by them.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you have to yeah. like stop and redo anything? No
1: thank god
0: that is a plus um well yeah. i do have to ask jake does wwf or the tv show put a little a little extra cheese on your whopper for doing this are you kidding me <laughs> i knew when i was asking I thought it was worth I it i
1: think i think i still get checks from disney every time it plays do you really oh yeah yeah you know like 31 cents <laughs> 59 cents.
0: So every once in yeah. a while, those checks will roll in.
1: Yeah. All that money's mine.
0: <laughs> what do you do with them? Do you cash them?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sure, I do. <laughs> every now and then, I'll just tear one up just to fuck with their booking department.
0: That's right. They're going to, it'll get to the end of the quarter or whatever, and they'll be like, why isn't everything balanced? Right. 31
1: cents <laughs> off. Exactly.
0: Well, apparently Vader broke his foot during this match. I mean, it's about time that he's the one who's suffering an injury in a match instead of you. Yeah. Uh, any memory of what happened there?
1: No, I don't. I didn't even know that.
0: Yeah, yeah, apparently he did. And it would uh, kind of screw up some of the booking plans here moving forward. But it hey, is what it is. Um, also wanted to note that during this time, a couple of other wrestling legends are in the company, but things are not quite what they used to be. Your old pal Barry Windham is here, but he's under the gimmick of the stalker with camo face yeah. paint. Jake, uh, what did you think of the gimmick?
1: The gimmick would have worked if they'd done it better. Okay. But they just didn't do it right, man. You know, they didn't. they didn't... It was one of those things where it's like half speed, you know, just like a TL hopper, you know, (laughs) they didn't, they didn't put any juice behind it for Barry. Right. Because Barry's a tremendous talent. Yes. You know, for Christ's sake, are you kidding me? Him and I used to tear the mats up in, in Florida, man, together. We had some really unbelievable matches
0: yeah i mean just unbelievably skilled guy a veteran in wrestling like there's no reason yes. why he shouldn't be having great success and like you said what the stuff you guys were doing in florida where you broke his nose and it was just so yeah. so entertaining uh and i mean here he is now and it's the last time he was there was i think it was 1989 and he was the widow maker uh, right so, so it's i don't know it's why do you Neither think
1: time do they, they put any juice behind it
0: yeah yes
1: you know they didn't give him the wins that he needed you know, what the fuck, man?
0: Wasted opportunities with, with one of the most talented guys in pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: other guy who's coming in at this time is Terry Gordy, but he's arriving here as the executioner under a mask yeah. and he'll be carrying an ax and teaming up with Mankind yeah. and Paul Bear. Uh I know that your pal, Jim Duggan, is, was really, really close with Terry. How was your relationship with him?
1: It was good. We, we spent some time together in Texas and Louisiana and, uh, we were friends at that time. He just wasn't the Terry Gordy that everybody knew he had had that accident on the plane mm-hmm. and he was just a little off mentally, you know? Um, I've heard Michael Hayes said that when that happened, that when Terry came back he didn't know what he used to do so he watched tapes wow to relearn his wrestling wow and there's only one problem there the tapes he was watching were you know 15 years old okay and my god he was rip snorting and you know a kick-ass guy. He he was too much. You know, nobody could stay with him, man. He was a natural. And uh, so it was hard to hold on to him, man. Because he'd just go.
0: Not quite the same performer. And it's evident, you know, as as he's arriving here. And, you know, a rumor has it that it was a a favor to Michael Hayes, who was working behind the scenes with the company at the time. Um, I mean, not quite the same Terry Gordy of old. Did you feel like there no. was still a place for him in the WWF, or was it time for him I to hang it up? I
1: didn't. Th- I didn't think he'd last long, man. I, I couldn't see him traveling or doing any of that because you gotta, you know, you gotta be on your toes when you're traveling, man. You gotta make airplanes. You gotta figure things out. There's a lot, of, lot, lot to do on the road, and you know, I just didn't think he could mentally. He had the mental capacity at the time. do all that
0: that did prove to be the case he was not there long yeah
1: no he wasn't
0: uh the pay-per-view in october is buried alive which is where terry's gonna debut but it also features a buried alive match between the undertaker and mankind pretty unique concept where the loser will actually be buried in a makeshift grave in the arena uh jake i know that you were helping a book at this time while also working as an active wrestler Uh, would you have had anything to do with this match at all no (laughs) What did you think of the concept? Good TV. Mm -hmm.
1: That's all. Good TV.
0: It was kind of an entertaining finish too. The Undertaker gets buried, and then he does the carry yeah. moment where his hand comes out through the hand dirt. Hand comes out. Lightning strikes, and it's a pretty, pretty fun moment. Uh, the one thing that fans are always wondering about, uh, Bruce Bruce Pritchard refuses to reveal the secret of how the Undertaker could be buried alive on live pay per view. Any chance you know what they did to help him breathe while he was under the dirt?
1: Well, yeah, but I'm not telling
0: you. <laughs> Oh, man, you too? I thought that was just Bruce. Well, he wasn't using a straw, I'll tell you that. I don't imagine. There's got to just be some secret cubby or something he's going through. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, Chris Candido is going to quit the promotion around this time. Apparently the WWF doesn't have any real role for him. And he's also leaving over reported heat with Shawn Michaels, who apparently would get upset at him for using hot moves in prelim matches on the house shows. Uh, man, Chris Candido feels like such a missed opportunity for the WWF. I I know that uh, a lot of guys say that he was uh, just a little bit too small. I know that that's what uh, Bruce has said on his podcast. What is your take on Chris?
1: he was a little too small but he could have got over man Mm -hmm. he is around now he'd be tearing it up
0: that's it too i mean this guy shows up whatever 15 years later and he could have been one of the biggest stars in the industry good look great yep um well jake there's no easy way to talk about this when it comes to chris so i'll just come out with it Rumor suggests that Sonny had been having an affair with Shawn michaels while in a relationship with chris did you ever witness or hear anything it feels like something in the locker room would have been buzzing about
1: oh yeah i heard about all that shit man you know, it was a three-way you know there was sean there was brett oh man and that's why they had so much heat okay <laughs> it's just crazy, and poor Chris, man, he's left to hide in the bathroom while they do what they want to do. Imagine that.
0: Yeah, it sucks, and you know, it's. I know that Brett has certainly denied over the years that he had any kind of relationship with Sunny. It's, it's. I mean, it's all over the place when it comes to Sean. Did you like? Yeah. Did you see the whole like them taking her away to locker rooms or closets or whatever? Or you? No, I never seen was... it.
1: Uh, I wasn't looking for it. I got, I got better things to do, man, than watch this silly shit. <laughs>
0: that's, that's what a real veteran does. You put on your damn blinders when that kind of shit is going on. Just keep going,
1: man.
0: Okay, guys, it's time again to talk about our awesome sponsor, Fume. Cold turkey might be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about that weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or replacing one bad habit with another. We are talking about fume and how they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of some drastic, huge, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it, instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for me personally when it comes to de-stressing and anxiety. Guys, this is a product that Jake and I both really use and fully endorse. Uh, The taste is absolutely incredible. The first time I tried it, I was absolutely shocked by how fresh and flavorful it was. I'm a big fan of the maple pepper, but recently I've been trying the raspberry lemon and holy smokes is it refreshing. I know that Jake is a big fan of the Christmas and really here's kind of the way to think about it. Vapor is almost like a sticky, gross, unhealthy soda, where this stuff is a little bit more like a refreshing herbal tea. Fume does not have that kind of gross sweet flavor and it's a lot more natural. Also, just the device itself, it's really well-weighted, it's perfectly balanced, fits really well in my hand, and I have a blast just kind of fidgeting with it. Also, I can't tell you how many compliments I've gotten from my buddies on how cool it looks. It's got this really beautiful, real wood, it's got an awesome shape to it, and a lot of my buddies have used our promo code to save big and pick up a few of their own. You've got to try the new Solano Fume. It's made with a premium walnut barrel and an onyx-coated mouthpiece, and it's got a slightly softer finish to it. Guys, the holidays are here and it's time to start them off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com forward slash snake and getting the journey packed today. Fume is giving listeners of the snake pit 20% off until December 1st when they use the code snake to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Again, it's Trifume.com forward slash snake to save an additional 20% off the journey pack today until December 1st and 10% off year round. I'm telling you guys, Jake and I both love this product. Strongly recommend you at least give it a try and why not save 20% off and 10% off year round? It's Trifume.com forward slash snake. Try it out today Um, Well, here in 96, Sonny's a really big star and AOL is going to announce that she's the most downloaded woman on their site that year. We've heard she could have a big ego and be difficult to deal with. Did you get along with her generally?
1: I did, but I didn't have anything to do with her.
0: Okay. So it was easy. (laughs) So you got along with her in that you barely talked to her. Right. That's probably the, the best choice. Uh, Despite having huge stars in the company, the WWF was soundly getting their asses kicked in the ratings by WCW at this time. Vince is doing what he can to stop people from leaving and he's actually going to even sign Bret Hart to a 20 year deal with the company, which of course will be broken the next year. Uh, Kurt Hennig is out the door. Jeff Jarrett is debuting with WCW at this time. It feels like the company is really struggling. What was the temperature like for you as, as a guy who's in the office and a worker?
1: Well, he, he was definitely upset. I'll tell you that. It had his attention. I know he would, uh, he would rant sometime, man. He'd just lose it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just go off onto a rant, you know, for a few minutes. But, um, yeah, there were a lot of problems in the company before before '96 and, and in '96 with with Razor and and those guys. Uh, they were running monk in the WWF, man, and just making a total fucking mess out of a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. They were running the show, but good for them
0: that is what we always hear was that those guys just wielded a lot of power and had Vince's ear and it's man when you start letting the boys kind of start to control what happens yeah. with the business it can be a it can yeah. be a real problem right yeah
1: you don't uh, you don't let the inmates run the asylum <laughs>
0: That is exactly it. Now, uh, this 20-year deal with Bret Hart, I mean, unprecedented. Something that we'd never heard of or seen in wrestling up to that point. I mean, when you hear about this, are you like, what the fuck? Or what What? What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I was shocked. I was really shocked. Well, I don't understand it.
0: Even more shocking is they just break it less than a year later, and he's out the door and on to WCW anyways.
1: Yeah. Desperate people do desperate things.
0: That was certainly the case here. Now, Vince is also trying a lot of new stuff. And, uh, of course, not all of it is going to be well-received. It's around this time that Brian Pillman undergoes ankle surgery, but he's not exactly out of action. He will infamously pull a gun on Steve Austin during a home invasion angle, (laughs) which the WWF will have to apologize for on TV. Jake, what do you remember about this? I remember how
1: ridiculous it was. Like, you guys are going too fucking far, man. (laughs) And they did.
0: I mean, did you ever think that you would see the day when somebody's pulling a gun as part of a wrestling angle? No. No. Insanity.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, beyond all thought.
0: It really is. Well, we talked about Pillman recently on Ask Jake Anything, and you mentioned that he really hadn't done enough uh, to be a WWE Hall of Famer, which really kind of boils down to his ankle injury and his untimely passing. I'm curious about your opinion when it comes to him as a performer, though, and the loose cannon gimmick as a whole. What did you think of that?
1: Oh, I loved it. Great gimmick, especially for him.
0: (laughs) 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 Did you think there was a little truth maybe to that whole gimmick?
1: oh man he could go brother he was a, he was a different guy what a phenomenal performer though you know that's all you can say
0: yeah great you know real legit athlete <clears throat> former nfl player you know and yeah. uh and boy before he got injured i know that you worked with him in wcw just a really impressive guy wasn't he yeah
1: like i said he could go man
0: hell of a look too so it's you know yeah a shame to think of what could have been with him uh, a guy that we really uh, don't have to think about what could have been is the guy that we're here to talk about today uh the rock they started doing televised yeah. features on the rock and he'll go as Rocky my via to honor his father and grandfather uh, can you give our audience a little refresher on your history with the rock and his family
1: well I used to travel with his father you know rock the rock, uh, Rocky Johnson hmm But I traveled with him, of course, met his his mother and all that back in, oh gosh, back when I was in Florida. And um, hell, he was just a kid. Just a young kid. And uh, then years later, that kind of tells you you're getting old whenever you, you're thinking about a nine year old boy, and now all of a sudden he's tw- 19 or 20, and you're like, Holy shit, what happened there? <laughs> <laughs> so, 12 years went by, I don't remember it. But, uh, so when he came into the WWF, it was, uh, it was cool, man. You know, dad wrestled, his grandfather wrestled my dad wrestled, my sister my brother you know that's one big family type situation and he was real humble <clears throat> and uh you know his body was just unbelievable uh-huh. of course you know he had it all all he needed to learn that was you know how to be have a character be a character because he had all the parts and pieces he just didn't know how to, how to use them and how to project them, how to get them over. Huh.
0: But he learned quick. He did. And, I mean, one look at him. We're, we're going to have a clip here coming up soon. One look at this guy as he's making his entrance, like the big, you know, bright smile, great looks, you know, big dude, great shape. It's like, holy shit, okay, they've got somebody here. And, you know, that's certainly going yeah. to be the case. Did you, ever, you mentioned his grandfather. Did you ever spend any time around High Chief Peter Maivia? No, I didn't
1: was never around him spent a lot of time with rocky johnson but never around the chief
0: i miss that uh, his dad rocky was uh you know he's he's kind of portrayed at times as being i don't know a little bit carny ish uh what was your yeah? <laughs> what was your experience yeah. like with him? too
1: much yeah too soft yeah he was cartoon you know Everything was, everything was fun. You know, everything was uh, loose. So I'll just say loose.
0: <laughs> I think I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. Um, this is the era of controversy and anti-heroes as The Rock is coming in the door. So it makes me wonder, what did you think of the look and gimmick that he debuted with here?
1: <sighs> you got to start somewhere. <laughs>
0: But Jake, Destiny is kind of going to put you and Dwayne on the same path here as we approach Survivor Series. We have this from the eleven eleven ninety six Observer. Mark Henry suffered a broken leg in training, bouncing off the ropes, so his spot at Survivor Series will be taken by Jake Roberts. This hasn't been said on television yet because there are still pre-taped angles where Henry is involved. I'm not sure that the $2.5 million invested in Mark Henry will go down in history as one of Vince McMahon's best money investments. Uh, so, what do you remember about Mark's injury and your subsequent involvement here at Survivor Series?
1: Not a whole lot, man. Uh, I'd heard that he broke his leg. Okay. But, but that's about all I knew. And hell, we were roommates. <laughs> were you really? Yeah, for like two weeks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where at?
1: In Connecticut.
0: Okay. Did, were you in like a corporate uh, apartment?
1: Yeah, yeah. Me and Mark Henry with, with the Rock downstairs.
0: No shit. Yeah. What was it like living around those two? Never talked to him, man. Never seen them. Really? Yeah. And so Everybody
1: you're st- kind of minded their own business and didn't didn't talk to each other. I never saw Henry. You know, he was in Texas, uh, and then he came up there, and broke his leg. So uh, I've never even seen him. I got gotcha. you. So like I can say we were roommates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the roommate that you never saw. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Ken Patera had preceded him as a strong man who made his transition to professional wrestling. Uh, what are your impressions of Mark Henry when you're around him? Do you think he's going to make it? I wasn't sure. I
1: wasn't sure. I mean... He's got the gimmick, but I just wasn't sure if he was going to, you know, be able to pull it off. And of course he did in a big way, in a real big way. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to look at somebody in the very beginning and say that guy will make it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: If you're honest with yourself, because, uh, Damn, not many guys do. You know?
0: That's for damn sure. I mean, there's so many things that are out of people's control in pro wrestling. Yeah. You know, the way that you're booked and the character you're given. and Absolutely.
1: Whatnot. How much push are you getting? How much juice are you getting? You know, if you don't have it, you're not going to go anywhere. Believe me, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, I think we're all glad to see you take a spot at Survivor Series. Nothing against him, but he was still just a young guy in the business. And you're in Madison Square Garden. There's more than 18,000 fans that are there for the second largest North American Gate that year. Before we get into your match, I wanted to ask though Sid is going to defeat Shawn Michaels here and become the WWF champion. Sid is a heel, Sean is a babyface, but Sean is getting booed out of the building while Sid receives the MSG fan support. Uh, Do you think that this is more a case of Sid being over or the audience having enough of Shawn Michaels? Uh, The second one. (laughs) (sighs) Now, uh, what do you think it was that the fans were seeing that they were not liking with Shawn?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know if it's because of that crap they did in the MSG. Okay. With uh, going to the ring and all that shit. I don't know if it was that or if they just had too much you know and here's something fresh and and look at it they're crying out loud look at it oh a monster yeah so they're thinking oh my god we got another hulk here
0: they were hoping so and they were uh you know vince was vince was pushing all of his chips onto the table here all of a sudden with him uh, you know, I'm wondering if maybe that's that SummerSlam business where Sean was very openly kind of berating Vader in the ring turned a lot of fans off during his run.
1: I don't know, man. I and don't
0: know. Hard to say, but it's I mean, one thing was for, for sure was that <laughs> they weren't having a ton of success with him as a champion uh jake i love the hypotheticals so i can't wait to hear what you have to say about this one if vince had given you full control of booking and creative at this time who are you positioning as the wwf champion okay my choices are
1: i might have gone with sid for a while
0: i'm I'm a little surprised, but i it's not the wrong answer because I mean Sid looks like a million bucks.
1: yeah I went with Sid for a while you know you could have got you could have got six months or a year out of that at least
0: no doubt about it. I mean with, with a you guy know? with his look and and the way he was connecting with the audience at this time it's yeah. Fun. Hard to argue, you know. I think a lot of fans are going to hear this and say, like, "Well, Stone Cold was there." It's guys, let's remember, Stone Cold was the ringmaster a little bit earlier this year. Yeah, let's let's build him up a little he, bit.
1: He quite hadn't got there yet.
0: He was well on his way, but you're right, not quite there yet. Um, well, all right, let's get to the reason we're here. It's yourself, Mark Marrow, Rocky Maivia, and Barry Windham taking on Crush, Goldust, Jerry Lawler, and Triple H. Let's drop in on your biggest portion of the action in the match after a hot tag from the young Rocky Maivia.
1: And Rocky with a presence of mind to attempt to make a tag. The Rocky members, here we go. And here comes Jake the Snake. You go from a raw rookie to an experienced veteran.
0: Oh, yeah. oh, This doesn't look good. Look out, mm-hmm. King. Mm-hmm. I gotta beat somebody's so gonna DDT with a
1: here. Back, body drop down. DDT coming up. Oh, oh, they no. like being wound up. Here we go, short out, yeah. Oh, no, no. Go ahead, That's what they wanna say. No, they can't call for the DDT, no. Do it, Jake. No. Do it, Jake. No. Jake. Hunter, watch out. Do it, Jake, and now oh. he can't. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, driving Jake the Snake.
0: There we no go, that's all I fan. like to see. Come on guys, take advantage of the situation, come on. The ref's not even looking at you. <laughs> Helmsley's team like a pack of dogs here. Taking advantage
1: over the veteran from Stone Mountain, Georgia. 41 year old Jake the Snake Roberts has been assaulted here. And the right ever? Right now.
0: And I think- Wait a King minute, was Wide open, shot to the ribs. King likes this, Jake hurt, Lawler with the advantage. Just the way Lawler wants it. And Lawler's got a score to
1: settle with Jake the Snake. He does indeed. That long gone
0: wrong, Lawler
1: takes to DDT.
0: There we go, you tell him how it is, King. Oh, He's falling and he can't get up. Look at that. (laughs) Lawler has some hyena-like qualities.
1: Making reference to Jake's. Demons you've in the past, and Jake scooped up there from a high. Here we go, another DDT. One, 2 yes.
0: We'll see you later, King. So I didn't love the uh the bullshit with Lawler and the whole, you know. Yeah, I still of, don't. Yeah, the cheap I, I think it's just yeah. unnecessary, but uh, it was a really hot tag, and the DDT, you know, left the crowd happy, huh? Oh yeah. They got a pop out of it. They certainly did. And by the way, you were a surprise entrant here. They didn't know that you were coming in and replacing mm-hmm. Mark Henry. Uh, they did a big uh, thing with Mark Merrow at the start of it. When you came out, that MSG crowd lost their damn minds. So, just they were happy to see you. Uh, and uh, The Rock would go on to be the final member of your team, and he'd beat Crush and Gold Dust to win it all. The two of you were seen chatting there a, a lot while you're on the apron together. Do you recall if you would have been kind of schooling him up during the match or behind yeah, the scenes? Yeah, sure.
1: Sure.
0: Absolutely. And like a a good listener, did did you feel like he was taking your advice? Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, He was sucking up anything he had to tell him, man. He was listening.
0: Man, that's how you become great. You got to listen to the old school guys and and glean from their knowledge. All right. Well, let's hit a couple fan questions and we'll get out of here. Jake Peter D wants to know any thoughts on Sable. Did you have much to do with her? Was she more popular than Sonny backstage?
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Everybody likes a class act, man. Yep. She was class.
0: Yeah. And, uh, the WWF is certainly putting a lot of juice behind her at this time and highlighting her whenever they could. So yeah, she was, she was red hot and fixing to get hotter. (laughs) (laughs) Both uh, literally and figuratively yeah uh chris asks what did you or why did you get rid of the vest at this time i thought it looked cool that is a weird note jake you didn't don't have the vest anymore
1: yeah i didn't have the vest anymore man i don't know i just didn't like it didn't like it like the way it felt on my skin man.
0: probably like restricted your movement a little bit too after years of working it without a shirt it did well, I, I I like that it was gone, and I like this episode, Jake. That's going to wrap us up. Next week, we are ending November with one of the staples of our podcast. It's another edition of Ask Jake Anything, and I can't wait to hear from our listeners again, man. Yeah, it'll be cool, bro. always is. Well, look, guys, if you'd like to attract that 25 to 54-year-old male demographic, we've got you covered over at AdvertiseWithSnake.com. Jake is back on TV. As this is dropping, he's just wrapped up at WrestleCade over there meeting fans. And let me say, when Jake the Snake Roberts talks, fans listen. So look, you've got to get Jake to put over your product or service. If you need evidence that it works, just listen to the show. We are always advertising for the same businesses because when they advertise with us, they find out that what we do works. Head over to advertisewithsnake.com and make Jake the Snake Roberts your tag team partner jakethesnakeshop.com is your destination for some signed collectibles straight from the man himself, autographed figures. We've got shirts, 8x10s, and much more. Hey, don't forget about that fire sale that's happening right now with those awesome custom Symbode designs. They would make an absolutely unforgettable gift for a wrestling fan or a fantastic addition to your personal collection. Get over there right now to jakethesnakeshop.com add a new centerpiece to your wrestling collection. You guys have got to check out Jake on Cameo. What an awesome holiday gift it would make. It's cameo.com forward slash Jake Snake if you want to get a personal message from that Hall of Famer, Jake Roberts. Here's a recent review from Joe. A fantastic gift for our buddy. Jake was thoughtful, authentic, and put effort into this cameo. Thanks, Jake. Uh, Joe said it there, guys. Nobody puts effort into their cameos quite like Jake does. He really cares about his fans. He is always flattered whenever somebody reaches out and wants to hear from him. So he gives it his all every time he does a cameo. I'm telling you, if you want to find out for yourself, just go over there and take a look at the reviews. They're all the same. Everybody loves what Jake is doing over there. And you will, too. Again, it's cameo.com slash Jake Snake. Order yours today. Get your holiday shopping done at the Snake Pit page at boxofgimmicks.com. We just added this amazing Jake ornament. We've got the Snake Pit Santa hat. Uh, We've also got this Jake wrapping paper with this awesome retro look. Just imagine how cool your gift is going to be for a Jake fan if you've got it wrapped up in this Jake wrapping paper. Go and check it out now. Again, it's the Snake Pit page at boxofgimmicks.com. You guys have got to check us out on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash at snake pit We've got short clips. We've got highlights. We've got exclusive content over there. We do giveaways over there, and we've got another one coming up here before the end of the year. So it, all you've got to do to be eligible is get over there and get subscribed. I mean, you get great content. You're eligible for giveaways. It's, it's a win all around. Get over there. Like, subscribe, hit the notifications bell. Again, it's youtube.com forward slash at snake If you've enjoyed our podcast, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review on all platforms that you're using because, man, let me tell you, that helps Jake and I out a ton. And just a reminder, you can get the Snake Pit and all of the other shows in our network early and ad-free over at adfreeshows.com. It starts at just $9, which is less than $0.15 per episode each month. Uh, plus like i've been telling you guys there's a ton of bonus content there's interactive chats with your favorite hosts and wrestling personalities and much more i mean i've been mentioning it there's the hacks hour over there with myself and the legendary and hilarious jim duggan uh the next episode that we've got coming up is an awesome one we're going to be talking about him and buzz sawyer and their epic rivalry from 1985 into 1986 which includes a hellacious dog collar match. So that is one you're not going to want to miss. Plus, we've got Tuesdays with the Taskmaster over there with Kevin Sullivan and my pal Paul Bromwell. And, of course, Lex Express with Lex Luger and my man, the pod father himself, Conrad Thompson. Head over to adfreeshows.com today to sign up so you stop missing out on all this awesome content. I'm telling you, if you're a wrestling fan, it is the best value in professional wrestling today. It's adfreeshows.com. Catch Jake on X at Jake Snake DDT on Instagram at Jake the Snake DDT and on Facebook at Real Jake the Snake. You can follow me at Marcus PD Angelo on X and you can follow the podcast at snake pit pod on all social media platforms. Another episode is in the books what a cool look back to 1996 and Jake's participation in the new generation era and a look back at the debut of a guy who's going to go on to be the biggest name in professional wrestling and in Hollywood, the rock. We'll be back with more next week and we'll see you then right here on the snake pit.